The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Businesses are successful when they control their bottom line. That's why more businesses across northern Illinois are partnering with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program to save on energy costs. Learn more at comed.com slash poweringbiz. Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Barstool Big Cat. Host of Pardon My Take. And voluminous tweeter at Barstool Big Cat. It's time for his weekly conversation with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. That's right, Barstool Big Cat, every Tuesday. And I know he is excited because football is here. He had himself a great weekend, and it's only going to get better with the NFL here. He went 35-0, and 0, I hear. Oh, of course. R.J. Curcio and the Curcio Law Offices presents Barstool Big Cat, 4 o'clock on Tuesdays. If you need a personal injury attorney, give our guy, R.J., a call. He's the best in the business. 312-321-1111. It's 312-321-1111. And by Stella Blue Coffee. Get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com, and a portion of the proceeds goes to Paws Chicago. You ready for Bears Packers? Oh, I am so ready. I don't know. Did, did Waddle just say I went 35-0? and 0 Because, unfortunately, I went 37% oh. this weekend. I got my teeth kicked in, boys. But trying, I'm ready. I feel to, good. I was trying to pump your tires there, brother. I appreciate it. I actually had a moment that uh, a low point for me. I watched all the games Saturday, uh, Marathon Day, got absolutely obliterated with all my bets, and I was climbing into bed, and I said to my wife, I was like, I'm just not in football shape right now, and she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, it takes a lot to watch all these games. My eyes hurt, my head hurts, and she just looked at me like I was the craziest person ever, but I'm, I'll say this, that was a good week one to get back in football shape for what should be a great weekend. I'm ready for Bears Packers. What did you underestimate the most? What was your like? What was your worst play? Oh, I had so many bad ones. Are you kidding me? I can't even remember how many bad ones I had. I, I lost by fifty. I lost by a million. I just lost left and right, like you wouldn't believe. So, but again, it's early in the season. You got to find your your footing. You got to get your sea legs. I'll be okay. I always come back. I'm always resilient, so I'm ready to go. And my guy. Coach Prime was the story of the weekend, well, Deion Sanders. That's where I was going to go. Were you riding with the Colorado Buffaloes and Coach Prime? I took the over in that game, so I was good. That was a great shootout. I didn't I, – I, listen, I believe in Coach Prime. I just didn't know what to expect, and that was incredible. I mean, to turn over a roster like that and to have that type of instant success, it's, I don't think it's ever been done. It was insane. He's one of the more, I'll say for myself, he's one of the most compelling personalities I've ever been around. And he could be talking you talking to you about a brand of milk and you'd go out and buy an entire case of that milk because he's got this this rare ability to get you to buy in. When when you guys were spending time with him, did you get the same impression from him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He can his things his just like enthusiasm for life and he is a godsend for people like us in the media business because he is a lightning rod. Like, people hate him, people love him. 
He gets people talking, him going after reporters after, saying, I got the receipt. Like, it's great. It's great for sports. It's what I love about sports. A scale of 1 to 10, let me play this. I know you've heard it. If you were on social media, you've probably seen it. For those who hadn't seen it, I know Waddle didn't see it over the weekend. He was busy, so maybe some people like were away for the holiday. But this was the pregame speech. So, uh, And Big Ken, I want you to grade this on a scale of 1 to 10, the level of the pregame hype this was. Usually God gave me a word long before this, but he's been holding it. Because it's not about them. This is about us. This has nothing to do with the team that's opposing us. This is about us. This ain't got nothing to do with the naysayers, the the unbelievers, the haters, the doubters. This is about us. When we started this journey, we told you it was going to be trying. It was going to be tough. But you endured because it's about us. That man next to you is a miracle. That man next to you is a believer. That man next to you is a go-getter. That man next to you is a dog. That man next to you is somebody who wants this thing. That man next to you is somebody who believes. That man next to you is somebody that gots to have it today. We ain't got tomorrow. We got now. We ain't got next. We got now. We ain't coming no more. Yeah, I love that. It's the best. It's the best. And we ain't coming no more. That You said that after you got your vasectomy, right, Sylvie? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no vasectomy for this one. <laughs> no, that was, I mean, that gets you fired up. I don't know how you can't listen to that and not be fired up. And how about Travis Hunter? I mean, 129 snaps. I don't know how that's possible. I don't, it, it, it boggles the mind how he could play both ways at an elite level. He's the quarterback one and the wide receiver one. It was off. So how does he do how long does he stay at Colorado if he has continued success? How soon is it before one of these SEC schools calls? Because he has proven that he can recruit and bring kids with him if in fact you bring him into your program. Isn't that the best thing, too? The Dion detractors are all say, like, oh, well, he had better players at Jackson State. Uh, isn't that the point of the job? Right. To get better players? It's like, do you think Nick Saban, like, are we going to say Nick Saban? Oh, well, he has better players. No, duh. That's the whole point, to recruit and get better players so you can beat the opponent. So I, I, I hope he stays for a little bit of Colorado because it does feel fun to have Colorado back in the mix, but – yeah, I mean, you'd be you'd be naive to say that it, it, he probably wouldn't go to another job uh, in a year or two if offered. I, so we debated this. I well, we didn't debate it because I didn't want to talk too much about this. I brought it up in the pre-show fist fight. Name me guys who are more interesting over their career than Deion Sanders. So, oh man! So Deion Sanders comes in heavily hyped at Florida State, comes into the NFL. And then heavily hyped and just with all the charisma in the world and is an awesome defensive back, is a winner and returning punts. And then he goes and he plays baseball, too. So now he's a two-sport athlete 
with with and with all the headlines and everything, and he does it for an entire football career then, and then he plays baseball on a high level as well. And so he has that for his entire career, and now he's got this next chapter as a high-level coach. So this is for for decades now that he's always been interested. Like I'm saying, like the most in- remember the most interesting man in the world campaign, like the most yeah. interesting sportsman in the world. Like yeah. how many guys can you say? Uh, in their careers, longevity-wise, where there's been multiple chapters, like I think Muhammad Ali, obviously, is one of those guys that's on Mount, the Mount Rushmore or whatever, though all-time greats. How many yeah. have there been that have truly been more interesting than Deion Sanders? I mean, it's a very short list. The only ones I could think that pop in my head uh, are probably like a Randy Moss. He had an interesting career. Not not nearly as interesting as, as Deion Sanders, but the ups and downs, that's kind of what you're talking about, and like the greatness that shines through. But, yeah, who? I mean, who else? Tiger. Like, I mean, Tiger has, Tiger's you know, a good one. to come Tiger's back from the injury one. that he came back from to win the Masters. and Yeah, Mike Tyson. I was going to say uh, Tyson, Tyson as well. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, but it's very, very short. You're, you're absolutely right. When you lay it all out, there's very few guys who can match everything that he's been through and everything he's done and the ups and downs and more ups than downs. There haven't been a lot of downs. Uh, but, it, yeah, you're right. He is, he is a fascinating, fascinating guy. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, it, it, doesn't, it, he, it doesn't have to be the best. Um, and, like, obviously, like, it's just that, that interesting, the charisma and again, yeah. like he is showing people that he is not fake at what he's doing right now, that he clearly yeah. knows what he's doing. And what I've been impressed by with him is he has surrounded himself with with good people, too, at Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Sean Lewis, Chicago guy who's a Badger. He, he left Kent State. Uh, I knew him in college. He left Kent State as a head coach. He's now the O.C. Unbelievable. Off. Like you, you, that's the tempo you see. When they're playing on Saturday, that's him. That's 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 his play calling. He likes to go as fast as fast can be. So yeah, you're right. And he just puts you know great players, great great coaching staff. I mean, it's 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 awesome. It's an awesome story. And now with all that said, maybe Nebraska goes in and, and steals the who's more back trophy, which which is going to be at stake on Saturday. Uh, so uh, what, what I uh, came out of the gate, a lot of people were like, boy, Sylvie's really on edge. And I admit it, I am on edge. You had a forehead sweat, yes. unlike uh, most Tuesday afternoon forehead sweats. Yeah. I, yes. and, and, and I drank a lot over the weekend, so I, I'm probably getting it out of my system. But I am on edge, Big Cat, over Bears Packers on Sunday because I want it. But I am yeah. stressed about it, and I like. I think you and I are in the same boat about Jordan Love, I don't want to leave that building with Jordan Love being the better quarterback on the field. So I'm very anxious. I'm very stressed out over Sunday. What is your mood heading into that game? Okay, my mood is I would be in your headspace if I didn't compartmentalize. I'm basically like, let's. I, I, I'm excited for Thursday night football for the kickoff of the NFL season. And then I'm going to start worrying about Bears-Packers. Because I know <laughs> if I start worrying right now, I will become a nervous mess. And I can't mentally handle that for the entire week. But I've had those little thought bubbles creep into my head. And I'm like, wait, just get to Thursday night. Let's watch the first game. And then the whole weekend will be Bears-Packers. That's how I'm That's how I'm basically coping with the amount of nervous energy I have for Sunday. Because it is, 
it doesn't feel – I know it's just one game in a 17-game season, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels like so much more is at stake, and I just want so badly for the Bears and Justin Fields to get off on the right foot and to be off and running and, and how much it will hurt me if it doesn't go that way. So the, Bear, the Bears are currently a one-point favorite in this game. Uh, what is your mood? Is, it, uh, is your mood this is a tremendous opportunity to make a killing here and play the Bears only given one, or are you red-assed because this is a huge slap in the face that a team with a quarterback who's only thrown 83 career passes is coming to our town, and they basically the odds makers are telling you they're the better team? Okay, this is the rare case, and people might not believe me, but I'm going to be dead honest right now. This is the rare case I will not bet this game because there's so much at stake already. What? Because, like, what, what do I what, – what, like, why would I bet this game when I, I want the Bears to win so badly that winning money doesn't matter? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't – Tyson on the cake. The, the game has so much at stake and so much of my personal investment – in mood, happiness, everything, there's no reason to add a wager on top of it. I'm being dead honest. Like, there will be games like this. You'll bet. Where it's it. like, I don't, I know, I'm telling yeah, you right now. By the, time we get, no, by the time we get to, you'll have a little taste, you know, it's, it's 325 kickoff. I might kickoff. get a little bit. I might yeah, get a little bit. Yeah, you're, you're going <laughs> to play Let's it. see how the noon games go. Let's yeah. see how the noon You'd games go. You'd be riding high. No, this, yeah. these are the games that I don't, yeah, it's just pure, unadulterated sports fandom. You know what I mean? Like, you don't yeah, need anything you got a problem, extra. and you're going to have to say, so yeah, you're going to have, have to problem. feed that problem. He gets yeah, a small problem. problem. Just a small one. Just a small I, have, one. I have enough money to lose. Come I know. Well, that's my, well, my point is, is like, you have it. <laughs> that's that's true. I so, do. if that, well, if, okay, truth, okay, okay hey, then look. why are you keeping your powder dry for the Bears game when they've got a, this is a line that you should be salivating over? Listen, gamble responsibly. We were, when we were on Grit Week, Deion Dawkins, the offensive lineman for the Bills, asked, uh, asked me what I spend my money on. I was like, I, listen, buddy, I just make enough money that I can comfortably lose a gamble. That's, <laughs> That's 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 my mo. I don't have nice things. I don't have expensive taste. I have. I want to. I want to fire. You know, fifty bullets on a Saturday afternoon. That's what I want to do. So I might not bet it. I now now no I now you know what? Now I'm not going to bet it just to spite you, Waddle. No, you're going to bet it. You're going to bet it because <laughs> now, spiting now me, it's personal. spiting yeah, me, yeah, gives personal. you no satisfaction versus throwing a couple of G's down on the Bears, giving one. To your arch rival. You know what's going to happen? The Bears are going to win by three, and you're going to be like, this is the greatest of all time. And, oh, by the way, I missed out on the opportunity to make a little cash on top of this great feeling. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna see how the noon games go. That's the plan. you got to take it you know, time frame by time frame on Sundays. This is what I was talking about at the beginning here. It's getting your sea legs, getting your plan set. you got to go in there with a nice plan, knowing that uh, right before kickoff, I'll probably black out and bet it all. <laughs> That happens every single Sunday. Sea legs? You don't have your sea legs. You're underwater based on how you say you performed in week one. Yeah, 37%. Not good. Not what, good. What would you do here? And I know this is small potatoes. This isn't a big cat land. Uh, but uh, Carmen and I were talking about this. And this was on the advice of Waddle, too, because he knows I'm a big Justin Steele guy. Um, at the beginning of the year, this is all the way uh, back in April. The, like Towards the end of April, Steele's off to a good start. Waddle alerts me that Justin Steele is 40 to 1 in the Cy Young. And I'm like, Whew. yeah. 
So I'm like, okay, I'll put 20 down. Instead of betting it myself like the dumbass yeah. that I am, I just encouraged Sylvie mm-hmm. to bet on his guy. So Waddle's uh, handing out advice, not taking his own advice. Right. Such an idiot. So I put 20 down on Justin Steele to win the Cy Young. I love Steele. I was t- hyping him up last year, balls of steel and everything. And so now I've got, I've got a possible 800 on this. Carmen's telling me to go to prop swap and uh, to see if I could get 300 for it. I'm like, now I'm after all this stuff, Big Cat, where you and I were like, Let, let's sell on the Cubs. I'm all invested on the Cubs now, like you were saying on the Bears, where now I'm just, I'm all in on this. I'm ro- We're too far down the road on the Cubs. I'm in on steel. I want them to win the Cy Young. I'm not tapping out. I'm not hedging. I no. am completely in on 800 or nothing. Yes, absolutely. You know, the hedging is for gardeners. Don't hedge. Don't listen to <laughs> Listen, the way Carm gambles, I can't, I, can't, I can't agree with that. I saw his PowerPoint. He uses his brain. He says, don't bet with your gut. No, you got to listen. I have Cubs 100 to 1 to win the World Series. And I put it in April. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not touching that. We're going to see that through. So, yeah, Justin Steele, I was at the game on Monday. Um, it was great because I bet over five and a half strikeouts for Justin Steele, and I brought my son. We made it four and a half, five innings, and I cashed it like so quickly because he was so phenomenal, and that was a, a great time. I mean, he's a dog. Like I, you said it, Sylvie. We get to watch uh, John Lester a second time. It's awesome to watch him pitch. He is. He he reminds me the mannerisms on the mound. He's a lefty. I mean, obviously uh, there there are some differences, but. Like the mannerisms and the vibes watching Steele remind me so much of John Lester. Yeah, and he's just got that fire to him. He's got that, you know, that stuff to him that you just feel it. By the way, I just want to say uh, Gerardo, CB Bear Down, or C Bear Down on Twitter, he's doing bad things right now. He's telling me to make Bears Packers game of the year. I can't do that. Uh, oh, no. He's had no. you guys. No, now he's got me thinking weird things. So. That's how it starts. Don't don't tweet me game of the year. I maybe like maybe after like Thursday, after the one step at a time thing, you may make a game of the year. Yeah. By the way, uh, the Cubs. Back to the Cubs, real quick. the The schedule is nice coming up. I was looking at it. It's nice. You, you get the D backs like for what six or seven games. Yeah. Coming up, but you you get you get the, the D backs who aren't bad. But you get the Pirates again. You get I think the Rockies for six games as well. There's some. The Cubs can make some some things happen in the next two weeks that would, uh, you know, maybe maybe catching the Brewers here. I don't know. I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think. I don't want to play in that in that weird wild card game. Or the, we'd have to play in it either way, right? I because the Braves unless and the you win the division. Dodgers. Yeah, I, no, guess, I guess so. No, right. yeah. I think we I think we'd have to play in it regardless. But still, it'd be nice to to have the home home advantage for that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I need to tap into. Uh, the uh, the the sympathetic big cat right here. We had a story earlier, and I, I need oh, to get okay, your take okay. on this. Okay, okay. Um, there was a flight that was headed from Atlanta yes. to, I don't know if you heard the story, to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. They had an issue. <clears throat> About mm-hmm. two hours in, somebody had all uh, uncontrollable diarrhea. Negative. It's mm-hmm. just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they wanted to come back to Atlanta. So... They had to take the flight back to Atlanta. The plane's two hours in. Somebody had, as he described, the pilot. That's the pilot's in. Somebody had diarrhea all over the plane. Who yeah. do you have the most sympathy for? Is it the passengers whose, 
whose trip is being it, it, it's being delayed and obstructed quite a bit, or the person that had diarrhea so bad that they couldn't make it to the actual toilet. And in fact, we were told Jeff Meller said that the there was some tweet that went out and said they had to replace the entire carpet in the plane. Oh my God! Yeah, I saw this. I mean, if it's a biohazard, it means it's everywhere. I I have sympathy for the people on the plane. I think that would be probably the worst uh, way to have to turn around and go back. But I also think the guy who created the biohazard, you got to take one for the team and just jump off the plane. You got to you got to be like, open up the plane, because like, is like, are we going to find out his name? I don't know. But if we do, then you got like. It's just got to be, you got to make it a quick assessment, be like, fun ride, life was fun, but I I can't be the guy who uh, created a biohazard because I, you know, had too many wings in the airport uh, before I got on a plane to Barcelona. So, yeah, that guy, he's got to, he can never take a flight again. He's he's on a no-fly list? (laughs) Yeah, he's got to be on the no-fly list. You got to self Self-imposed, no fly list. Like, There's like got to be video, right? I mean, like yeah. if there was video of the woman who saw the person in the back of the plane and she became famous, there's got to be video of this somehow going yeah. around from the passengers. So I was thinking about this. We had this discussion on, on PMT. I don't know if there's video because if it was as bad as we think it was, which means just diarrhea everywhere. I don't think anyone's first reaction is to grab their phone. It's to be like, get out of the way of the diarrhea, right? It's a little bit different. It's different, you know? Like, people take out their phones for like... Get out of the way of the diarrhea. Yeah. Like, what I'm imagining is it was literally everywhere. So at that point, it's all about self-preservation. And you're not trying to take a video. Have you ever found yourself in a scenario where you couldn't... Whether it was puking or diarrhea where you you couldn't make it somewhere and it just became a mess yeah of course you're saying have i pooped my pants yeah, yeah. Well, i mean to year. that extent but not over the furniture and stuff like did you have to buy a new couch afterwards no i didn't have to buy a new couch just my dog's still barking uh no i what all right last time so there was one time i did it i sneezed in the car going to get a haircut on Clybourne. <laughs> that was bad. There was another time I went to run the time out, time out, time out, time out. sneezed and it came out. And crapped your pants. Did you finish? Did you go to the to the barbershop haircut? and get your yeah. haircut? Yeah, I threw out my underwear in the in the in the bathroom. <laughs> You're yeah, not no, a quitter. I threw out my underwear in the You're bathroom. not a quitter. Yeah. No, I'm not a quitter. I had a I had an appointment for a haircut. I I had another one where I went to Ron in Japan and then I went out after and was drinking Guinness, like had like ten, eleven Guinness. That one was bad. Went to went to take went went to use the bathroom in the alley, and it was it wasn't good. In the uh, alley? What do you mean the alley? You pooped in the alley? I was like, no, I got home and I was like, like I, the you know dropped off cab, have to go to the bathroom. I was I was living in a walk up in Wrigleyville, and I went to to pee in the alley, and then yeah, <laughs> it, it happened. So it happened. <laughs> It happened. You had to squat. <laughs> no, I just went and then I and then I went in and cleaned up. It happens. All I'm saying is, I think there are two people in this world. There are people who admit that they they uh, ha- happen to have accidents from time to time, yeah. and they're liars. 
Well, no, I, I'm with you. I, I've, I'm, it's every six months for me, but not quite yeah. like that. Yeah, but, but like yeah. to the point where the carpet on a plane well, had no, to be replaced no. and the plane had to be turned around. Right. I think the problem was it's summertime. I think he was wearing shorts, maybe no underwear, and that's where the, oh, the issue is. Because if, no if you got pants, if you got pants, you're, you can probably contain it. Um, but yeah, what a what a story! I mean, what that, a story! Having the pilot having to call in and be like, "Hey, we got a biohazard here." By the I, way, that's. Are, wow. Are you going to Pearl Jam tonight? No, I'm not. I'm not. I got to work. No days off. I got to work. Danny Zetterman said that you were work. going to, uh, uh, he told us that you're going to Pearl Jam. Zetterman's a liar. I was. <laughs> I'm, I got to work. I'm, I'm working. I'm going back to the office at 8 o'clock after I put my kids to sleep. All right, it's so, football season, baby. I so, got, no, like, you don't allow everywhere. yourself, You like, during football, you don't allow yourself to enjoy a concert. No, next time I come up for air is Thanksgiving. That's when that's when I'll, I'll I'll like be like reintroduce myself to my family, be like, hey, this is nice, and then I'll say goodbye again. And then uh, sometime in January we'll do like a icebreaker where we all sit on the floor and we're like, hey, my name is Dan, and then and they all like are like, okay, who's this guy? We haven't seen him in a while. Okay, so before we we let you go, give me a prediction. How many bets on the Bears game will you make on Sunday? I thought you were going to ask him the uh, score. No, probably. Probably side total and at least three or four props. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a so score for six. us? Do you have a score? Yeah, I'm going to go with Bears 28, Packers 21. Okay. Sounds like a money-making yeah, opportunity really, to me. Be, the Bears I, are minus one. Yep. Alternate spread, minus six and a half. So that's another bet I just added. That's seven bets. Okay. Game of the year right. status right now. Yeah, we are. Okay. I'm going to talk myself into a game of the year, and you guys are to blame. And I'm going to send you guys a bill. When if, no. if, if the Bears no. don't win on Sunday, you're getting the bill for my for my ticket. That I, If it loses, I'm going to send you the ticket and be like, please refund right now. We are not in that uh that bracket. No. You get half you get half the winnings at the You don't win. get to send a bill for a gambling loss. That is not a thing. I have learned that lesson many, many times. The best was when uh we had to do a Bellator ad read uh, or ad campaign. Like this was back in like twenty thirteen or fourteen. So we had to buy the pay per view. I bet every fight, I lost every fight. <laughs> I lost like ten grand and I said to Dave after I was like Hey, I never would have bet this if we didn't have to do this ad uh, deal. And he said to me, he's like, well, let me ask you a question. If you had one money, would you split it with me? I was like, good point. You got me there. Okay. <laughs> and I said to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Tore up the invoice you were sending him, didn't you? Yep. Yep. That one hurt. That one hurt. <laughs> Big Cat, uh, great stuff. Uh, better uh, week two than week one, all right? Yeah. I mean, it can't get worse. I don't think it can get worse. No, it I can't. Well, 37% <laughs> it can <laughs> get much worse. Yeah. yeah. yeah but it will get better. I, I know it's going to yeah. get better. Okay. All right. Enjoy Pearl Thank Jam tonight. Yeah, have fun right, at Pearl yeah, Jam. Say hi to Eddie for us. <laughs> yeah, see ya. Yeah. And he doesn't let it, let himself uh, have any fun no. during football season. No. The fun is this football. This is fun. Yeah, yeah this football, is fun. The football is the fun. The good, the bad, the dirty. Our recap of the sports weekend coming up next. The good. It's gone! Oh, my God! The bad. That is so bad, that is absolutely brutal. And the dirty. I thought my mask. Wow, so many stories are running through my head right now. Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. It's the good, the bad, the dirty, and it's brought to you by Finishing Chicago. We'll go around the room with Tyler and Meller. 
all four of us will pick one thing good, one thing bad, and one thing that we perceived as dirty from the weekend. Waddle, what was your good? My good was the performance of Shadur Sanders, quarterback for Colorado. Dion, obviously his father, head coach of the Buffaloes. Sanders threw for 510 yards and four touchdowns and their win over TCU. He was spectacular. Fabulous. Do you like how good of a pro do you believe he's going to that be? That I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is is that he said he set the Colorado record for yards passing in a game in his first game as a buff. I loved watching that entire game. That was the game of the week, wasn't it? No question. The back and forth. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable game. But uh, what a great performance by uh, Dion's son, Shador Sanders. Uh, My good is Justin Steele. We've talked a a bit about him and the Cy Young chances. Um, He has been chasing guys the entire season. Uh, But yesterday's game, I really believe that he has drawn himself into... What I perceive, now I'm biased, I'm a Cubs fan, but I believe he'll control his destiny now because he has a team that is in the race and he'll have high leverage starts that really, really mean something for his Cubs team. So if he continues in these big spotlight starts to shine like he shined yesterday, that I think he will sway the voters into voting for him. He is second now in earn run average. He is second in wins. To go eight innings of shutout baseball and to strike out 12, the high strikeout total, uh, was magnificent. And to do it when the Cubs have needed it with that bullpen being taxed. And uh, it is, it's truly remarkable. He was so dominant yesterday. It came against Logan Webb, who's very good for the Giants as well. He has uh, had a good year for himself, and he's, been, he's eaten a ton of innings as well. And, and that was a one nothing game for most of the game. By the way, Seiya Suzuki finally starting to hit. Yeah. Like the player that I thought he was going to be when they first signed him. This has been a very welcome uh, thing for the Cubs in the last month of the season. I hope he can continue. But this is about Justin Steele. He has been so good for the Cubs all year. Yeah. And we, we talked to him in the at the All-Star game. We hope to talk to him here soon. Maybe even today. But... Um, like, this should be the great, the bad, and the dirty, because he has been great. And I love his chances now of winning the Cy Young. Absolutely. Because I don't see him slowing down. And if he helps propel this Cubs team into the postseason, and even maybe if they can get past the Brewers, and he has a couple more good starts, I think that only enhances his chances. Yeah. Uh, and and um, the, the back end, the high leverage guys have gotten a few days off now, and they've needed that. Yeah. Uh, because those guys have been taxed. And that was part of the reason why they lost those run, one-run games to the Reds. You're Reds. It's a team like, look, it's it's a team that's got a lot of character because to lose two games in the manner in which they did and then come back and blow the Reds out and then get the performance against the Giants, it's they just, they may go down every now and again. They don't stay down. Yeah, it's a, it's a good sign. They are resilient. Yeah. Meller, what's your good? Did you guys happen to catch the Bartman-esque incident we had on Sunday Night Baseball? over the weekend when the Yankees were taking on the Astros in Houston. No. Except this guy who, who who got the hand out 
was did not duck, did not run. And Correct. He, like, he loved his moment with Buster Olney. Bingo. Buster tracked him down, and this unfolded. So tell us about that play and how it developed. <laughs> so pretty much, I'm out here with my son. This is our first ever game. We just moved here to Houston literally in January. And I just wanted to make the moment special for him. As a father, I feel like it's my job to make sure that I give him the best moments. I apologize to the Astro organization. I didn't know it from, y'all got to understand, when it's dropping down, it looked like it's coming directly to you. So I reached and my body went for what I know. But we did have a wonderful moment. Okay, so you reach out and what was the reaction that you heard right after the play was over? The reaction was shock, disgust, happiness, <laughs> sweat, a little bit of lust, baby. You feel me? I was in there feeling kind of kind of hurt because my fingers still shaking a little bit. The ball way heavier with the gravity. I'm not going to lie to you. Charlie Ray, we're going to be on TV, baby! <laughs> So, tell me, it looked like that you went away for a bit, and then you came back. How'd you talk your way back? So, truthfully, Houston loves me, and I love Houston, and they cannot stop me from supporting the Astros. So, what happened was, I almost had to give a bop, 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 bop real quick on them, but they wasn't listening, so I showed some love, and they let me come back. They really were just trying to make sure that I wasn't hurt <laughs> and that making sure that we didn't go off the rails. So salute to the whole organization. Great staff. They made sure that I was healthy and I was enjoying the game. They wasn't even making it serious. That's fantastic. <laughs> he leaned into the moment. He 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 owned that that two minutes right oh, there. Oh yes he did. Yeah he owned it. Charlie Ray, we're gonna be on TV baby <laughs> what did his son say? He just, oh I don't know he just yelled Charlie Ray we're gonna be on TV what do you got, uh, Tyler? What is your good? My good is the Florida State Seminoles putting a beating down on LSU. They outscored them 31-7 to in the second half. 45-24 uh, to was the final score, but FSU was actually losing at halftime, 17-14. to um, And then they just took advantage of a lot of sloppy play from the Tigers in the second half. Jordan Travis with five touchdowns, total touchdowns in the game. And I think this could have been a game that was a national championship preview, too. Even though LSU lost, I think you could still see both of these teams in the college football playoff and maybe even the championship. Wow. Uh, Brian Kelly was uh, in full Brian Kelly mold of yelling at people. Was Wasn't he? he? Was he red-faced and screaming? He was red-faced at everybody, including the officials. Yeah. I mean, it, he's in mid-season form, and seeing him kind of just get washed out the way that he did in this game, it was pretty cool to see. Nice. Uh, what is your bad, Waddle? Uh, my bad was the Boston College Eagles invited oh. the Northern Illinois Huskies to come to Chestnut Hill and play a football game. And I believe gave them better than a million dollars to show up. I think it was $1.1 million or yes. something like that. And uh, not only did the Huskies beat them in overtime, but I think I only saw about 14 people in the stands for the game. Fast to the line of scrimmage. Good job getting pad level low. And let's see if we can see that ball cross the plane. I There's don't... a lot of girth on that pile, man. I don't know if you're going to be able to see anything. No, and see him come down. Not enough to overturn it. The official on the far side was first to signal. After review, it's been determined the ruling on the field stands touchdown. Game is over. Welcome to Boston College. Here's a million one, and thanks for kicking our butt. Doesn't sound like anyone was there. It That's didn't. my point. It's just like the stands were empty. Now it's my Salukis go to DeKalb. We will. Uh, we are going Saturday. Are you? We're going to see Southern against Northern. 
So, uh, wow. There's a lot of girth on that pile, man. I don't know if you're going to be able to see anything. You paid them 1.1 to kick your ass. Yes. Jesse was the only one making noise in that stadium that day. He was. He was there. Hugging you. Hugging my pole in the uh, stadium. He was hugging your pole. Yeah. Have you had your pole hugged before by Jesse? Uh, Or was that the first first time? time. First time. There's a lot of girth on that pile. Your pole what it wasn't very girthy though. I saw I saw a picture of that. Oh no, it's a thick pole. It's it's a lot of the stadium is being held up by it. It's a support beam. And your picture's on it. Jesse was hugging it. My bad. The White Sox ever since they gave the um what's the, the uh, job to Chris Getz? Not just the job to Chris Getz, but the uh, they gave uh, Pedro Grafal the vote of confidence. The vote of confidence. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. They were outscored twenty-nine to five in the four games after that. Twenty-nine to five. Uh, it, it that like, should be good enough to secure your spot for next year. I, all my friends were talking to me about this. Like no one can understand it. No one can understand what the hell the White Sox are doing. Um, even still, like it still makes me upset. Even though I'm not a Sox fan, it doesn't. It just goes beyond any sort of common sense. Still thinking about it back from Thursday, that press conference, the Jerry Reinsdorf press conference, which Chris Getz had to say nothing of substance. And it is. It's just they played like they have. They don't want to be there, right? And they played like. He shouldn't be their manager. Oh, yeah? He's our manager going forward? Stability? Here's 20. Here's a 29 to 5 stretch for you. We'll show you stability. By the way, everyone's untouchable and half the roster may not be here. But, oh, yeah, we want Pedro to return because of stability. You wait till that system's unveiled. Oh, yeah, I know. Just like Paul Westhead. All right, Tom Miller, what's your bad? Of course, uh, a lot of people have uh, paid tribute to Jimmy Buffett. But lost over the weekend was uh, the fact that Steve Harwell, the lead singer of Smash Mouth, also died over the weekend. And uh, for those who grew up in the 90s, of course, the alternative rock band Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth uh, how could you forget the sports anthem theme, All-Star? Hey now, you're an all-star. Did you feel like this was the theme song for every Major League Baseball All-Star game for at least a six or seven year run? For sure. Too young, Steve Harwell, the lead singer of Smash Mouth. Did he die of liver failure because he he drank a ton? Yes, didn't he? I believe that was uh, what I saw. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was a uh, was one of those weekends. I believe like like three or four different uh, singers passed important away. Guy. Yeah, because I, I heard Greeny. They were playing like every person's. Northy's been music. busy. Oh yeah, it's podcast. Yeah. Well, what's it called again? I think somebody important died. Somebody- Big. Somebody, big, Somebody died. big died, yeah. Yeah. Somebody's big died. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's been, there's been several topics. And, uh, Tyler, before we get to the dirties on the other side, what's your bad? My bad is the Clemson Tigers, the way that they just fell apart. I mean, they fell ass backwards into their lone touchdown of the game. They had a ton of red zone turnovers as well. They were a disaster when they lost uh, on the road against Duke in their opener for the season. And Duke bullied them. It, it may be done with Dabo. Like, 
the way that things have trended recruiting wise, they don't get the stud receivers anymore. Well, he's he doesn't participate in the NIL thing, right? Well, Isn't he doesn't he's... like NIL. I don't think and you really transfer have a choice. portal too. Yeah. Yeah. Transfer portal, he does not participate in that. Uh, well, Feinbaum was crushing him this morning. He says the game has passed him by. Wow. So, he needs some receivers. He needs skill position players. He's got the first, none on his team. Isn't this the first year that they weren't a preseason top five team in like forever? They were I mean, still they, eight, though. I, yeah, I want to say they were, yeah. were mm-hmm. nine. Is yeah. that what they were? Mm-hmm. How'd the show go this weekend? It was great. It was. Uh, we only had an hour, but uh, it was a lot of fun talking college football and uh, just having the season, having that, looking at that full first slate of games too. We'll have the same thing with the NFL on Sunday, but seeing that first slab of games where it's like we've got this till. 11 at night. We've got games nonstop. Yeah, it's 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 great that football's here. All right, our dirties uh, coming up, and then we'll get uh, back to Bears and Packers week. It's all next. They cannot stop me for supporting the Astros. Hey, here's your chance to huddle with Chicago football icons. Enter for a chance to win the ultimate day on the water for you and a friend. A boat gating party with Discover Boating and Chicago football greats Matt Forte, Jerry Azuma, and Israel Adonage before the season opener September 10th. Visit discoverboating.com slash boatgating for more details. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah, If you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. All right, we're uh, wrapping up the good, the bad, the dirty. Then we'll get into uh, Bears and Packers week. As we're set for the NFL season to kick off on your new home for the Bears. What's your dirty waddle? My dirty was Lucas Giolito yesterday. Oh, uh, the, dirty bad. The, tween, the, tweens, the Twins beat the Guardians 20-6. to six. Lucas gave up nine earned runs on seven hits, three home runs, three walks. It just wasn't good. That was uh, his first start. For Cleveland, and do you realize in his last in his last eleven games, the teams he has played for, the Sox, the Angels, and the Guardians are one in ten in those last eleven games he has started. Mm. He has not been good. No, not good going into free agency. No, I saw a stat. He, he is the first pitcher since sometime in the eighteen hundreds to allow eight plus earned runs for three different teams in a season. Wow, not a distinction you want. No. Um. My dirty is dirty filthy for what? Javier Assad. Ooh. Javier Assad has been dirty filthy for the Cubs. And the more he pitches, the better he's gotten. And maybe David Ross should have let him pitch that ninth inning instead of Mark Leiter, who had been so damn tired. Um, but they didn't, and they blew the game against Cincinnati. But uh, whatever the case, Javier Assad has been a godsend for the Cubs' starting rotation. Because I sure didn't think, and that was part of the reason why I thought they should sell, because I didn't think they had the pitching. Who would have thought that Javier Assad would be a guy that you would look forward to every fifth day? It's another piece of the magical uh, season so far. It has been wind-blowing in or out tonight. I'm trying to make a wager. Usually when it's this warm, it's blowing out, but I don't know. Well, well, it's Hendricks tonight, right? Yeah. He can be bad in the first or second inning, too, so it might be an overnight. Text Jesse on the wind. Um, Ooh, good, good call. Yeah, he's there. Uh, what do you guys got to wrap us up? Uh, speaking of the wind blowing, did you happen to catch on Sunday afternoon a sword 
that was blowing around the ballpark at guaranteed rate. Oh, we ha- now we have a, a sword oh, no. that Benintendi, he doesn't need a weapon out there in left field, so he's going to let it roll by. Yeah, and you no. certainly don't like to get stabbed in the back. That's it's true. Many people have. Watch your back. It's uh, going to try to wend its way into foul territory, and Most. it's in it's in foul territory now. Oh, boy. It knows, out. it knows exactly where to go, get off the field, and get out of the field of play. You can call it a sword all you want. It looked like a balloon penis to me floating around out on guaranteed rate By field the way, on was Sunday. It, was, it, was it from inside the stadium no. or outside the stadium? Jerry says there was, there was no sword inside the stadium. No. That was outside the stadium. The cameras caught that outside the stadium. Yeah. Inconclusive. Whether it was a balloon penis or a sword, that was outside the stadium, not inside the stadium. Benetti got that wrong. Or at least that's what, yes, that's what the official uh, word is. Yeah. But the backstabbing thing goes on a lot on the south side. Yes. Uh, what do you got there, Tyler? By the way, wind blowing out 15 miles an hour today. Oh. Over! Um, my dirty is going to go to Travis Hunter from Colorado, the yeah. two-way player. Football Otani. Played 129 snaps, had over 100 yards receiving, 11 receptions, had a pick right near the goal line as well defensively. He's a corner and a receiver, and he was fantastic all game long. Did you see the uh, kid taunting him in pregame, saying that he was overrated? Did not see that. Yeah, no. there was a kid before the game saying, you're overrated. You're overrated. And sure enough, he had the interception right in front of that same kid. And he was looking for him afterwards. That was great. I did see him looking for people after. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. was a great part of the dirty. All right, there you go. The good, the bad, the dirty. Uh, It's all brought to you by Finishing Chicago. Uh, What will it be? Will it be good, bad, or dirty on the lakefront on Sunday? What do you expect from Bears and Packers? It is Bears-Packers week. We're ready for it on your new home for the Bears. We're talking about it next.